popsyndicate.com. Your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions. Breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, comics, books. Popsyndicate.com. This is Thumbs of Fury with Mark, Dave and Dustin, three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. The Mandible. Today the thumbs go their separate ways. Dustin forgets Sarah Marshall, Dave demagnetizes the golden compass and Mark gives a swift kick to Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Are you ready? It's thumb time. One of these days we need to get this to actually fade out, so I don't have to manually do it. Maybe one so lazy. Ooh. Nobody can understand any of that because y'all talk right over each other. <laughs> and now you see why we're going our separate ways. <laughs> After I'm out, our, I'm out of here. Most successful podcast ever, the Iron Man one Was last it? week. I don't know. Uh, Probably not. Just making things up. Didn't get too many hits. So I, I, never looked looked at, I never looked at the numbers. Drama. Yeah. It was uh, probably the best ever. It was our shortest show ever. Probably the best ever. Our least opinionated show ever, I think. <laughs> We're all opinionated. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Usually the opinions are more emphatic than I, I think I think having a Tom's the Tank was uh, threw things off a little bit. That being in a car. Yeah. Probably didn't help. But this week, uh, as Paul said, we're covering uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall first, starring uh, Dirty of, Dirtiest of Dustin's. Well, I'm not actually in the film. But, the review uh, is starring you. I'll review it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, here's Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the entire movie. Yes, sir. Have some pog juice. Welcome to Turtle Bay. What can I do for you? I'm checking in. My name's Bretter, Peter Bretter. But, um, actually, I don't have a reservation. I just thought I'd take my chances. Hotel. Oh, yeah. It's Sarah Marshall from Crime Scene. People are excited that she's here. She's my ex-girlfriend. We broke up three weeks ago. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. All right, this is fine, right? Sir? It's totally fine. Okay, there she is. Did she see me? Uh-huh. Is she coming over here? Yep. Peter? Hey. Hi. What are you doing here? Came here to murder you. <laughs> Peter, what's happening? <laughs> so, this is the movie written by Jason Siegel, who the guy you heard in that clip, uh, from How I Met Your Mother. Stars Mila Kunis also from how that seventy show, How I, I Met Your Seventy Show. I knew I'd seen him somewhere, but I couldn't actually place where he was. Uh, also from Freaks and Geeks and a couple other places. I and think it's probably Freaks and Geeks that I remember him from because I haven't really watched How I Met Your Mother. And uh, Kristen Bell from Heroes, Veronica Mars, um, Marx's Fantasies. Mm-hmm. A lot of hot. locations. She's hot. So tell us about this film. What it's about. Give us the old rundown. And a well. The basic uh, summary of this film is uh, Peter Bretter is a music writer on this crime scene show that uh, Sarah Marshall is the star of. They've been dating a long time, and in the beginning, 
Uh, she comes home to tell him that she's found somebody else uh, who actually is a musician, you find out once we get to Hawaii, named uh, Aldous Snow, which is a major, he's the lead singer of a major rock band. Is anything like the R&B slash reggae singer Snow? No, he's not. Okay. But uh, anyway, so he goes to Hawaii to uh, try to forget Sarah Marshall as a vacation, just going by himself, and lo and behold, of course, she and the musician are hmm. there. Uh, as is Mila Kunis, who's the receptionist, or whatever you'd call him, the front desk clerk at right. the hotel. Uh, Rachel Jansen's the character. And um, anyway, I mean, that's the basic plot is his, his interactions with Sarah Marshall and with Rachel Jensen and the wackiness of the all the snow character. Uh, and all that kind of comes together. This is another Judd Apatow sponsored production. It. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, you would expect it to be in the same vein as Superbad or 40-Year-Old Virgin. He didn't write this ones. one. He just produced this he one. He just produced it. Kind of like, well, unlike the Terrible Walk Hard, which we, I reviewed a couple episodes ago. Was he which he co-wrote, he oh, co-wrote he that, that one and okay. produced it. This one is his first. No, no, I take the back. Superbad he also produced. Okay. so Maybe he's better as a producer <laughs> because from what I heard from Walking Hard because... I think this movie was pretty good. Well, did you like 40-Year-Old Virgin, Anchorman? Loved, loved 40-Year-Old Virgin. Okay, he wrote um, that. Superbad was pretty good. He, uh, he didn't touch that one. Yeah, I, I like Superbad An- quite a bit. Co-wrote Anchorman as well. Uh, yeah. Anchorman I've only seen once. I need to watch that again. And uh, Knocked Up, he also wrote. So. See? Okay. Uh, out of those films, because I would kind of rate those all kind of together, I'd put Sarah Marshall probably pretty close to, uh, to Superbad. Uh, maybe not quite as good, but pretty close mm-hmm. to it. And I think Superbad is... Only surpassed by Forty Year Old Virgin and all those, in my opinion. Pretty strong um, review, then. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh, it has some parts that are a little bit slow uh, and drug out, but uh, overall, the supporting cast really makes this movie good. Uh, Russell Brand, who plays the all the snow character, is mm-hmm. a classic English rock star type that has all these just little quick little one liners through the whole thing. It's really right. good. Uh, Paul Rudd is great as usual. He's of course, this, he's in it. He's like you know a. When is he going to get his own movie? I don't know. Besides Clueless, he's a burnout uh, surfer right. that uh, takes the Jason Siegel character out and then forgets who he was the next day. It's there's a lot of a lot of humor with that. Um, Rachel Jansen the, or the Mila Kunis character, Rachel Jansen's a big part of it. She does a really good job in this. Um, Kristen Bell was all right. Uh, her part isn't as big as you would think, really? even though it's named after her. Right. Um, most of it is, well, a lot of it focuses on the Jason Siegel character and the Mila Kunis character. Of course, there's a budding romance there, as you could probably figure sure. out. Um, but anyway, overall, it's it's really good. Uh, it just drags a little bit in a couple of spots, but uh, it's really a pretty funny movie. Do you think that Jason Siegel, who is mostly who has only been a co-star up until this point, do you think he is lead man worthy? He carried the movie quite well, actually. Um, mm. Yeah, he carried it well. There, there wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like when. Uh, oh, who's the guy who played Legolas? Uh, I can't remember his name. When he tried uh, to do, <laughs> when he tried to lead that uh, yeah, Ridley Scott movie, you Kingdom of Heaven. You know, that you could that tell was that, a, that guy's a that guy's a second guy. Yeah. You know, um, but this I don't know Orlando Bloom. Orlando yes, Bloom, that's him. Um, yeah, Orlando Bloom's a second character to me, but Jason Segel did fine. He did fine in the lead role. Uh, and everybody was good. There was no, there's no real holes in the in the casting. Hmm. Um, it had 
the guy I can't remember his name that was in um, Knocked Up with the curly hair. Uh, the Jonah big Hill. Dude, he was in Superbad. Jonah mm-hmm. Hill. Jonah Hill's great in this. He's obsessed. He's pretty much great in everything he's done so far. Yeah. Well, he's obsessed with the adult, you know, all the Snow character. He's like his favorite rock star right. ever. And just, you know, how he can act squirrely in all the movies he's in. He's, he's really good in this. Uh, but overall, I would uh, give it not a flaming thumb up, but a pretty strong thumb up. So did you mind the... Uh, I heard there was a lot of uh, man genitalia in this film. Well, that, a lot of that you get out of the way in the beginning pretty quick, so it's not too bad. There's a little bit at the end, too, but yeah. it's really odd because you think it's over, and then they just briefly cut to it again and again and again. There's, a lot, of, so. there's a lot of that in Mark Hard, too. Really? Yeah. That doesn't bother me. You know, it's it's not that big of a deal. I wonder what the deal is with that. What? Why Judd Apatow keeps well, doing that? He's obsessed with man... man. I don't know. It is a weird add-on, but... Uh, I think what he's trying to do, from what I heard, is he's trying to uh, de-emphasize the impact of nudity in American movies, because I think he hates the uh, MPAA board, or whatever they are. Whoever rates the films. I think it is MPAA. I think he needs to de-emphasize it with a different kind of nudity. Well, I think there's some other options there, too, as well, but I don't think the uh, MPAA is ready to go that far, so... But uh, overall, it's a good movie. It's definitely worth seeing. Yeah? All right. Well, yeah. high five. I really uh, didn't like the. Uh, at, did y'all see any of the billboards they had for that movie? I saw a couple of them inside the buses. It the just like basically was like, "I hate you, Sarah Marshall." Sarah Marshall, and that's like all the billboards said. Yeah. I have not seen that. I didn't see those ads. Yeah, not not a big impact. Um, but let's see. It's they were kind of annoying. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's doing decent. It's not. I don't think it's doing as well as they had hoped but yeah it's, i think uh his jada patel's next one is going to be another big one the uh, uh pineapple express the, the one with the stepbrothers in that pineapple express the, i don't know about the is. weed dealers with uh no, 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 seth no. rogan no no of course there was a this lot of weed a, usage this is in this the one will ferrell well. of course <laughs> the will ferrell one i guess i haven't seen the trailer with for that. uh what's his name from talladega nights the guy oh, John C. Riley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember where they're, they're like uh, brothers and they get adopted. I don't remember. was on the movie we just saw. Oh, you got there late. You weren't there. You didn't see it. Oh, okay. Oh, it was on the Iron Does Man it, preview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like in the uh, beginning stuff, you know, before the preview started. It has like just the look sure. inside stuff. I see. Yeah. It, I, looks, it looks pretty freaking funny. Okay. Did he, looks, do you know if he wrote that one? I think he did. All right. It looks like it's back up to his... Uh, is this year one or Step Brothers? Step Brothers it's yeah. called Step Brothers. He was just a producer on that. Looks uh, like. Oh no, he wrote "You Don't Mess with the Zohan" also, which looks terrible. That's the, the new one. Adam Sandler film. Oh yeah, that, that movie bad. looks awful. <laughs> but Step Brothers looks really funny. Uh, cool. Well, to his credit, he didn't write all of it. Robert Smigel and Adam Sandler also co-wrote "You Don't Mess with the Zohan," which I don't know the the trailer for that movie. It looks shaky. It looks. Really bad. Never yeah. know. You never know. But I agree. It does look pretty bad. Step Brothers. Like, we'll have to watch a preview after the show because it looks really funny. Well, personally, I think the uh, what's the new one with Mike Myers? Mike, Mike looks, Myers. That one looks pretty terrible too. I yeah, think. I can't tell. Mike Myers tends to be able to hold a movie just yeah. by himself. Maybe I. I don't know. You the don't trailer think he does usually. No, I think he does. No, I'm saying the trailer to me doesn't lend me uh, any hope that this movie's going to be that great. It looks like Mike Myers being Mike Myers. Yeah, too. I mean... And it's going to basically focus on him being able to hold the whole movie doing up. A, yeah, one-off joke. Yeah, I don't know. It might work, but it's just him with yet more makeup on, and, and of that course, gets a little old. He's the, white, he's the Vern white Eddie Murphy. has to be in it, of course. <laughs> Vern Troyer, he has no other work. They're like best friends. Cool. Yeah. 
All right. right well, so thumb up on that. Uh, definitely, it's worth a watch. I don't know if I'd purchase it, you know, if it came on a DVD, but I'd definitely rent it, and definitely, it, it's even worth seeing at the theater. I'd say. Wow, that's a, that's so, high praise from uh, Dirty is. Dustin. Well, uh, the next one we're going to cover, actually, Dave is going to cover, is the Golden. I Compass. can help out a little bit with this one. All right. these men. What they've done ain't right, I know. If you fight, you'll kill them. There'll be more fighting and we'll never get away to rescue those kids. Luna! Let's not be too hasty. The way I see it, there's no need for a dust-up. Howdy, Yorick. I was down south, heard he ran into a little local trouble. Didn't have the first notion on how to spring you. Fortunately, little girls come in real resourceful up in these parts. Uh, looky here. Reinforcements. You say you fellas just call it a day. Just been hired on by these gentlemen of the Egyptian persuasion. Figuring on joining this turkey shoot? Yes. I have a contract with the child. That's some pretty fast work, Miss Lyra. So that was a scene from the movie that is obviously more interesting visually than it is audibly. <laughs> but that uh seems to be the case for us on here. Dave, tell us about Golden Compass. Um I liked it a lot. What's it about? Um I haven't read all the books. It's pretty right. much about it's pretty much a fantasy book series and movie series. Mm-hmm. Um, From who's Phil- the guy that wrote it? Philip Pullman. Philip Pullman. And this is based on the first book, The Northern Lights. Yes, and uh, it's pretty much a girl, a little girl that these scientists give a uh, golden compass to that can tell her the truth, tells her what the truth is or not. She's got a group of people that are trying to get rid of all of uh these compasses and she's oh i don't know the whole storyline yet but you know she's trying to it's pretty much she's like the rogue girl that's just does what she wants and she's got a her mom and dad are on different sides and they're kind of fighting over her right now at this point in the movie it kind of ended abruptly but that's because there's going to be two more movies obviously Hmm. but uh basically it's just her adventures did it do well enough? Uh, well, actually, it did. Um, okay. From what I read last night, uh, you can see here, it, the budget for this film was $180 million, and it made $370 million oh, yeah. worldwide. Oh, yeah. will definitely so do it then. It didn't do real well in the U.S. side. Yeah, I don't think uh, it did as well as they thought it was going to. Not not in the U.S., but it did very well around the world. So uh, they, I know, they said they planned to absolutely make them. I know Dirty Dirty didn't really like it that much. He thought it was boring. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. I mean... But have you read the books, though? 
No. See, I think if Custom you read the read. book, it makes a difference because it pretty much follows the book exactly almost. See, it kind of shortens yeah. it, but yeah. it's pretty close. And I heard people were upset. I've read all three books, and unfortunately, I just haven't seen this yet, but uh, I'd heard that they actually left some stuff out. Like, too well, much yeah, stuff out. But they got to cut it down some. It's like the Harry Potter films. But you get the idea. And right. it's as far as from what I... I haven't read all the books yet. I made mm-hmm. it mostly through the first one. I'm not done with it yet. But from what I've read, where it stops up until then is pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Well, that's good. Uh, I don't... I mean, unfortunately, you can't say more without giving away the overall plot to the whole book series, so I won't. But where it's going... I mean, there were a lot of protests initially when the film came out. Um, about how it was anti-religion and especially anti-Catholic Church, and they're not wrong. And unfortunately, I think they from I think they soften the message a little bit, which I think compromises the integrity of the movie a little bit. But I understand why they yeah, did it's it. It's definitely not an overpowering. It's not like you don't feel like you're getting slapped right. in the face with it. Well, and see, that's where the books they start out kind of light, and it gets progressively more so. Well, and I it's thought, anyway, go ahead. I was yeah. going to say it is anti. It's not necessarily anti-Christian. I think it's just anti-dogma more than anything. And, uh, you know, I think I understand why they had to soften that. I mean, and I love Daniel Craig, so Mm -hmm. he was great as uh, playing her father. And then you've got Nicole Kidman in it, too, who's decent. You know, I like her. She's okay. Depends what movie she's in. Yeah, she can do okay or not. But I thought overall it was pretty good. I thought the special effects were decent. They weren't the best. They definitely weren't the best, but they were okay, I thought. Yeah. This is another Walden production who did uh, Narnia movies. We are doing the Minority And you can definitely say. tell it was made by the same people. Yeah. All right. Which is surprising considering they did Narnia. I think it's, I want to say it's a Walden production, but, uh, it has, anyways. it has a very same feel to that movie. Yeah. Especially. Oh, the I dialogue. take it back. I'm sorry. It's new line. Screw me. It does feel like that though. Yeah. All right. They, uh, did the Lord of the Rings new line did until they got shut down. Now they no longer exist. Yeah. And they're doing two Hobbit movies. Yeah, they're splitting the the Hobbit in half. It's not that big of a book. That's what I thought. That's but weird. Okay. They got to suck as much money out exactly. of it as they can. They're going to. They gotta. They have something insanely successful. They yeah. gotta bleed it. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a chance to. The, that movie would have saved New Line maybe had it been made two years ago. Yeah, me personally, but, like Dustin on the last movie, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Not flaming. Right. Yeah. It's no Iron Man, but right. I think it's worth watching. Cool. I'm still. I, know, gonna, I think still he disagrees with me. He might give it a sideways thumb. We're not going to talk but. to him to find out. So. <laughs> Dustin, what's your take on it? Uh, you know, and I, I watched it. And part of it could be when I watched it because I watched it on the cruise ship mm. a while ago, and that was scoreboard. That was like a couple of months before it came out on DVD. And it's, Ooh, it's just you know, it's just I don't know. Maybe it was the environment, but I fell asleep in it twice. And were you in your room? Yeah, they have it on in the room. And I don't know. On just, a teeny tiny TV? Yeah, it was a pretty small TV, like a 15-inch or something. So I didn't really get any special effects feel from it or anything like that anyway. But I don't know. The acting was it was all right, as I remember. And I, I don't know. It just seemed like it drug a lot to me. It, seemed it like definitely there was a whole feels lot like dragging. a build-up film. Yes. Like you can tell they're and then saving nothing, the big stuff for the next And two. it was like you're going to get to something at the end, and then, oops, that's going to be the next film. And it's yeah. like... God, what a waste of time. It is a little jumpy. But, That's my only complaint is it it does kind of seem like it's moving too fast. Yeah. Like you they're trying to get through the books. Well, and that was the complaint about so Harry Potter too. To, yeah, so they're having to yeah. 
yeah. move from but it's like they scene didn't, to scene a little quicker than you would hope they would. And granted, I haven't read it, but it seems to me like they could have maybe picked out better scenes to keep in, because sometimes it's like, okay, well, we're jumping from here to here, and this is just kind of... I don't know. I expected more action out of it for some reason, too. And there's a lot of times where it's just this plotting, and they're, they're going to find the compass. They almost find the compass. I don't know. I just... It wasn't one of my favorites, but again, maybe I need to watch it again in a better setting. <clears throat> so right now, I'd probably give it a sideways thumb. Well, I would highly, I would give uh, a flaming thumb up to the books because the books are excellent. Uh, if anybody, well, and like I said, I haven't read all the books, mm-hmm. but from what I've seen and read, from what I've seen so far, it's pretty freaking close. Yeah, awesome. I'll definitely be checking that out. Uh, finally, um, I am going to be covering Tim and Eric Awesome Show, the Cartoon Network project. And now the only married news team in the Tri-County area, Jan and Wayne Schuyler, with special news correspondent Dr. Steve Rule. Does this hurt? No. How about this? No, that's fine. It doesn't hurt. How about this? Ooh. I knew that was your problem. Well, I told you not to put so much garlic in my spaghetti house. <laughs> Speaking of stomach problems, we have a very special report from our own doctor, Steve Brule. Stay! <sighs> Digestion problems. It doesn't just affect average Joes. It affects doctors, too. Even Dr. Steve Brule. You'll notice, wherever there's a red square, is a day when I've had diarrhea at some point in the day. So I began to eat cheddar cheese and egg sandwiches. Of course, I had no movements at all for Thursday or Friday, which was distressing in its own way. And that's pretty much it, Jan. Wayne? Well, Steve, I've got a question. Um, Do scientists know why we get diarrhea? As a doctor, I should be able to tell you what causes diarrhea. However, viewer, it is one of the greatest mysteries in the scientific world. Dr. Steve, is there anything I can do as a man to prevent this diarrhea? That is a good question. If you eat a tracer food, such as corn or another vegetable of that kind, beets, you can tell the progress of what's going through your gutty works. Han, what's the yellow square for then on the calendar? Hmm? That, That was my birthday. Steve, I didn't know it was your birthday. You should have said something, Steve. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I know. It was last month. So uh, that was one of the... <laughs> sketches out of the show it's a it's actually it's a cartoon network show but it's a live action show uh this is from that doesn't make any sense i agree uh from tim and eric who did uh tom goes to the mayor which was an animated series uh that they did for two seasons i believe a few years ago and they also have a web show and uh basically the premise of the show is that is it's the way they format it is like a low budget tv station public access channel and uh, so everything is real short. Like they have a lot of fake commercials, and then a lot of things like that, which are like fake news segments, fake shows, things like that. So, real quick, it's only ten minutes per episode, and it, that's um, the least scatological episode I think they've got, or bit they've got. It's the show is very visual, so it doesn't come across as well just on audio. Yeah. Um, 
I can't. I don't know how how to describe the show other than it's weird. But it's like it's like the inside of my head. It's like it's just 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 these weird notions. Um, I, I don't know. It's, so we should be frightened. It's very we- yeah, it's very weird visually. At the same time, though, I think it's hilarious. Uh, it's a great it's a great show to watch, and I, I would recommend it to anyone who has an odd sense of humor. Uh, if you like Tom Goes to the Mayor, if you've seen that, then you'll definitely like the show. Uh, it it plays a lot on uncomfortable humor. Um, a lot of uh, I, just just weird <laughs> weird things. I don't know how to describe it. A lot of spitting up of food and uh, a lot of breaking into song and and things like that. It's I like it. I, I it's definitely for me. If you have a weird sense of humor, a flaming thumb up. I would uh, recommend it to anybody if you out don't, there. Don't watch it. I've um, heard good things about it. Yeah, if you don't, that's the thing. Is if you don't have a, an odd sense of humor, you're probably not going to like it. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, now, I did watch the special features on this, and just to say that the commentaries aren't aren't that great, which is surprising. They're not that funny in the commentaries; rather boring, actually. Um, but the special features are nice. There's a lot of extra stuff in there, uh, alternate takes and stuff that didn't get published um, or didn't get didn't get aired originally. So, I have to borrow it for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's odd, but it's awesome. It's visually, it's it's very interesting. It's an it's, awesome show. It's it is. It's great job. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for us this week. Uh, you can call us at two one four three two nine nine eight two seven, or email us at thumbsoffury at gmail dot com. Look at that. We got an email address. If, if we could get one email there, that'd be great. I haven't actually checked it, so maybe we have and. Not that I've seen. Okay. Don't, don't get your hopes up. Nah. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Uh, email us there. The website is breakroom.org. Check us up for spam there if you need to. Sure. Why not? Somebody else uses their Redbox account on ours. Uh, you can check out movie reviews and TV stuff at popsandnicket.com. Uh, for TV stuff, check out uh, Paperback Radio, paperbackradio.com, or the Big Red Podcast, uh, or showredsoda.com. Yeah, that too, if you're thirsty. Uh, if you want scatological humor, check out uh, the show show with our fan, Miles, who's commented before on the boards quite a bit. And uh, for all the cult cinema needs, check out Cinema Diabolica at cinemadiabolica.com. Scat? No, I mean, it's it's, it's tangential. Oh. Put it that way. Uh, very tangential. That's very vulgar, Dave. Try to keep this a clean There, there was a lot of scat humor this weekend <laughs> show show. Uh, a lot of miles singing and playing a guitar. So, all right, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, maybe. Iron Dave. Iron Dave. I think it's Iron Dave. Where did I- you run to? Ran he to ran. my grave. Da, 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 Have you been huffing paint da, again? All right, let's get out of here. I've been huffing paint. <laughs>